checklist, I'm like, oh, I would like to, um, I would love to uh, be able to, um, here we go. Okay, um, as a cyclist, I don't like riding too close to parked cars because of the door zone. Um, that's in the commercial and the residential area and specifically the southbound uh, because the northbound uh, does not have a door zone. There's no car, there's no parked cars. Um, as a cyclist, I would like to stop and enjoy the view. <laughs> this kind of a little, a uh, little bit of a um, of of a uh, uh, tourist in me also just checking out the view. Um, as a cyclist, uh, I would like to a uh, place to park my bicycle to visit businesses, um, and that's especially in the uh, in the commercial areas there. Um, Warren, please, uh, what what would you like to contribute? Yeah, this is only a, a slight modulation to one of them, but you know, as as a as a more experienced rider, I would love the ability to to feel comfortable riding with less experienced riders, like my mom or my sister, mm -hmm. um, if, who who I think today wouldn't feel comfortable um, biking on Bridgeway. Uh huh. Got it. So would uh, would uh, as a cyclist, I would like like to ride with less experienced cyclists. Um, that would feel safer. And uh, would feel safer with, with what uh, would you say, Warren, if anything? Yeah, I would say with, with either, you know, some combination of slower car traffic or a physical barrier. Thank you very much. Okay. And that would, that would kind of be on the whole section. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's slower traffic, a physical barrier, you know, or kind of dedicated space to ride, oh, yeah. not be expected to kind of take the lane like, like mm -hmm. we are now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, with, or, or bicycle or, or appropriate bicycle infrastructure. Okay. Okay. Um, where else we got? Who, we got another hand up. I see math, Matthew Hartzell, please, Matt. Yes, good evening. Hi, Roll. Aaron, let me make sure I understand how this works. Am I supposed to be describing my feelings about the existing condition or can That's I right. state my aspirations? Yeah, no, I think it's really about the existing condition because uh, you you are one of the few uh, that are even qualified to to know what, what we can and can't implement on a state. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is more about just what are your experiences as a, you know, the rest of us and, and all of us are are uh, our residents and, and just users of it. So it's really from the perspective of a user and less of a uh, transportation planner. Okay, um, I, I guess it's just an extension of the, the class three comment kind of, I, I don't, I, I feel uncomfortable that my only choice is to ride in the middle of car traffic. I, I, I wish that there was a designated space for me as a cyclist. Mm -hmm. And ideally, that would be a protected bike lane. But maybe you're—I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard not to. Right? I get, is that my, is that? Yeah, that makes that sense. Later. Okay, yeah. sounds good. The other—the uh, other thing I was gonna—I thought of another thing for walkers. I—I uh, I, as a walker, I feel uh, uncomfortable when uncomfortable when uh, cyclists. Uh, doesn't stop for me in the crosswalk. So that has happened. Uh, I, I feel uncomfortable. Actually, I get pretty angry. <laughs> there we go. That was something I had, I had thought of. Um, as a cyclist, I'm going to say that uh, I 
would uh, prefer to continue through uh, the red light after stopping safely, safely um, on printed at a three-way at a three-way uh, light uh, on the curbside. So. Uh, what I mean is, is that Princess, um, at Princess, there is a three-way, and I was just riding there, and I was waiting at the red light, um, and for example, there could be uh, bicycle um, stoplights, and yeah, thanks for, for adding that, um, and uh, uh, I've been, I've been, I've been in, in Switzerland a lot, and that was something that I noticed, is like, oh yeah, there's uh, there's like a flashing yellow, for example, uh, to, to indicate I could stop. So that was something that was kind of neat and helps me feel a little bit better to keep flowing um, and that kind of thing. Um, again, not trying to say that there's a solution, just something that, that, that made me uh, think of it. So uh, if anybody else, I see another hand up here. We've got Julie uh, Vieira. Yep. Ask a, a mute, please. Good evening. Um, I think this is both as a walker and the next one coming up as a driver. I wish cyclists would actually obey the laws. Yeah, as stop. a walker, yeah, as a walker, I wish cyclists would obey would obey any specific law. Well, I oh, I see them as been said before. They um, they're on the uh, sidewalk. And I, daily as I'm walking, I tell people to get off the sidewalk. You're mm -hmm. not supposed to ride on the sidewalk. I see them blowing through and around pedestrians that are trying to cross the crosswalk. Yep. I see yeah. them blowing through stop signs and cars having to slam on their brakes. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of cyclists that don't obey the laws. And they're the, a lot of times the ones that cause the accidents. So I don't know how we address this. But it it happens a lot that the cyclists are actually the ones that are in the wrong, not the driver, not the walker, not the because they just blow through, you yeah. know, everything and keep going. So I think you I think you got it covered with uh, I wish cyclists would obey uh, the laws. Um, yeah. And then uh, if somebody else wants to put that into the uh, vehicle one as well, then that represents it. I think that's a pretty good way. So thanks for mentioning that, Julie. Uh, Jake. Yeah, thanks. I'm actually not um, too familiar with the nuances between class two and the class four bike lanes, but I think as a cyclist, certainly having an area or a distinction between slower and faster cyclists within a bike lane, I think, you know, we're, we're never going to get rid of tourists and we're probably never going to get rid of recreational cyclists. We live in a beautiful place and having a, a, an area for them to coexist in a bike lane. Um, without impeding on um, vehicle traffic, I think yeah. would create comfort for both the the tourist cyclists and the 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 folks who are going a bit faster. Okay, so I just put I would prefer cycling infrastructure that provides possibilities for different speed, uh, different you know uh, speed speeds of cyclists. Is that that's okay? Great. Yeah, that's great. Feel free to feel free to edit that if uh, <laughs> if you can. Be better, but thanks for sharing and uh, saying it out loud. It's important to get this on camera, by the way, because it is being recorded, obviously. Um, so that's really appreciate that. I see Ke uh, Kevin Carroll. Thank you, Kevin. Please talk. 
And then if you guys can uh, put your hands down, Julian and, uh, and, and Jake. Yeah, just a, a point about going, jumping back a little bit. I had a passenger in the cab. I couldn't comment. Uh, but in regard to walking, mm -hmm. uh, one area I see a problem with across from the Golden Gate Market, when people do bicyclists coming into town do go to the market, they'll leave their bikes on the water side of the intersection one person will hold the bikes and you can't get by when they're leaving their bikes there to go into the market so, so yeah uh as a walker is that right or is a yeah and the, the same applies i think someone else mentioned it earlier the people who even though there are signs along uh that section of bridgeway people that uh, pull their bikes up onto the uh, sidewalk now because there isn't enough room, I guess they think, or they want to be safer up on the sidewalk on that section from Richardson to the Trident. Perfect. So, uh, Kevin, I got, I wish cyclists uh, would not park their bikes on the sidewalk. Uh, is yeah, that, that covers it. Okay, perfect. All right. Thanks. Anything else? Okay, we're good. Uh, David Sudo, I see your hand. Um, so I guess we're going to go that way. I, I, I think the, the wish would be that there was a place that bikes felt like they belonged. I think, uh, you know, if we have a, a bike lane, I think that would contribute greatly to keeping bikes off the sidewalk. Um, so it helps the bikers and the walkers. I put here, I wish I felt like I rode in a place. <laughs> I wish I felt like <laughs> I belong <laughs> i wish i yeah. felt like i wish or, I, lived or, in a place. I wish i had a safe space to bike in yeah i wish i had a safe space to bike in i wish i had a safe space to bike in i like that okay thanks thanks david um okay jessica's next yeah i think mine actually carries well off of that is from the safe space part um, the actual infrastructure. So where the bikes are able to go, there oftentimes is an asphalt to a concrete barrier that for less, um, less advanced riders, they may actually feel quite unsafe in that. And so come farther into the street to avoid being at that space. So I think the, the safe space in, in multiple terms of uh, the physical infrastructure, as well as kind of the mental space. Okay, so what's a good sentence here, Jessica? What do you think I should put? Give me a moment and I'll, I'll type it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I'll, yeah, safe infrastructure. I okay, wish I yeah. had a safe, okay. a safe infrastructure bike lane. Got it. I think, yeah, we'll just, we'll put that there as a kind of a plus one on, uh, I wish I had a safe place, space to bike. Is that, is that okay? Yep. Okay. Regan. Yeah, um, my own personal experience has been that the use of the median has been, uh, it's been unclear as to what the proper use of that median is, whether cyclists or cars or trucks actually are allowed there. As a, as a motorist, um, I've found that it's just natural to, to pass bikes in that median or in other, um, across other double yellow lines within Sausalito. 
uh, as a cyclist, I've actually been pulled over as a, in a group of a hundred other cyclists um, because we were passing traffic. And then of course we see trucks who are, are delivery trucks who are allowed to, to stop there. So yeah. my, my uh, desire based on the existing conditions uh, is that the expectations for what the rules of the road are would be clearly spelled out. And I'm I think that's great. I think that's a really good point. Thank you for doing that, uh, for bringing that up. That's a, that's a key point. I'd seen uh, an email from a, uh, a, a someone reporting exactly that, that they had been pulled over. Um, they got a warning for using the median, even though um, we, we observe uh, myself included, uh, drive uh, drive down the median all the time, right? Or the center turn lane specifically. Um, okay, cool. Uh, I don't see any other hands up, so let's move on in the interest. And always, uh, if there's something else to be adding later, uh, let's let's just go back. As a driver of a personal vehicle, um, I don't like driving the speed of a slow cyclist. <laughs> that that's me. I wrote that. Um, I uh, I don't like uh, breaking the law by driving uh, in the center lane. Um, so that's another thing that I had written uh, there. Um, I enjoy uh, taking in the view of the bay uh, as a driver. And then I wish a cyclist would obey the stop sign lights, not riding on the sidewalks. And that I think was uh, from Julie. Math Matthew, let's hear what from you. Hi, thanks. I, as a as a motorist on this stretch of bridgeway, I would feel safer if the cyclist had their own space, like a bike lane. That mm -hmm. so, as a driver, it would make me feel safer, and I'm sure it would make them feel safer as well. Separate, great, okay, very good, um, and that would be in all sections. Also, as a driver of a personal vehicle, I would like ample parking. <laughs> ample parking to uh, to visit the businesses nearby, right? Visit the businesses nearby. Um, there we go. Uh, anyone else? Uh, as a uh, driver of a personal vehicle, I, uh, I, I don't like to uh, wait uh, while while uh, someone is parallel parking in front of me. In front of me. And, you know, I like to pass, right? I like to go around. Stuff like that. Um, what do we got here? Is Ma Matthew, you still have your hand up or is that just uh, left over? There we go. He's down. Susan, please. Hi. Thanks, Aaron. I just wanted to add to your comment about ample parking is mm -hmm. I definitely hear from a lot of folks about pick up and drop off too. So not necessarily parking, but kind of picking up a to go, you know, the five minute. Yeah. So let's, let's do another one. Let's do, I, I wish uh, I would like, would like uh, temporary parking uh, to, uh, to make a quick stop. Thank you for bringing that up. Quick stop um, to uh, you know, to visit uh, businesses. There you go. There you go. Okay, cool. Twenty minute zones. I love it. That's that's really good. Um, any other uh, driver uh, stuff here going on? Um, I uh, 
I would like to see when pedestrians are about to cross the street. To the street. Um, the, they, oftentimes they are walking out. In fact, this is also for biking as well. I'm going to put this for biking. So by the way, uh, just... <laughs> This is this is all pretty fresh in my mind because I uh, I went and rode this section ten times today for my for my workout so I got twenty kilometers in right there on the stretch so I uh, <clears throat> I, I kind of got it uh, a little bit fresh but I did that because I actually don't ride this section much where I live up above I either go down Third Street or I go on Princess and I head in either direction so I actually av avoid this uh, in most cases. So uh, it was really handy to, to come down there. And this was, this was something that, um, that the pedestrians uh, would be crossing the street wherever they are. So I don't know where to expect them because they don't have no crosswalk and uh, no daylighting uh, of cars, right? The daylighting of cars is there's a bigger gap. So they're just coming out in between the cars and, um, and I'm like, whoa, there's a pedestrian there. And, and they're kind of looking also startled as well. So, um, and uh, if, in, if I don't see any other hands, uh, then let's move on and you guys can always uh, come back and, um, and add more uh, to, here we go, let's, let's do this. Okay. As a deliverer of commercial goods, I would like, a um, available guaranteed spot for me to deliver. And that's in the commercial area, I think. Um, you might also say in Princess and then also in Richardson. Is that right? Okay. Um, um, I would, I would like to unload to the curb instead of uh, crossing, you know, in, in, in the center lane, uh, which requires crossing the road, which requires crossing the road. Okay, that's another one. Uh, all right, uh, that's enough, I've hogged it. Let's hear, Kevin Carroll, I know you've, uh, you've, you've been this guy in the past, so let's, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, just a couple of things that you hit it really on the head with the unloading at the curb. I was before this uh, teamster for 15 years. And when I worked out of the hiring hall, I would deliver beer and soda, which are side door trucks and uh, restaurant deliveries, which were rear door trucks. And that's really scary when I'm on the street there and watching. And when I did it and when I watched the guys doing it now, because uh, you're looking the invoice, checking what you're stacking on the uh, hand truck, and they're not always aware of either the bicycle or the car traffic as they're going back and forth. And they really do prefer uh, curb loading. It's still going to be an issue for the beer guys when the product's on the street side, but it's a lot safer uh, than. And also just a reminder, it, you know, most of the deliveries in Sausalito are done before 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to when I was delivering, you know, 40 years ago, uh, just because of traffic concerns and the merchants, particularly the restaurants, 
want to stock in their refrigerators and freezers before 11 a.m. So having uh, curb space that's marked commercial only to 11 a.m. is a, a real good idea. Yeah. And and would you would you say uh, who is it that that wants it to be early? Would you say as a business owner um, that that they would that they would want uh, early delivery or is it is it the delivery driver that wants early delivery? Who Who is it? that? Both. Well, it's both when it comes to restaurants. Mm -hmm. uh, OK, because that's when the staff's not busy and they're doing their prep. So the restaurants do want delivery before lunchtime. In fact, most won't even accept deliveries between 11 and 2. But when I was delivering Sausalito, it was always you had to get it off uh, before 11. The problem we have now, especially since COVID, is you have the retail merchants who their help is not starting until 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Got it. So yeah. there's your kind of the issue is going to be you know, especially with the Amazon drivers, et cetera, you know, they're going to come after 11 and UPS drivers when they know somebody's going to be at the store. Um, so that's going to be a problem. Yep. Okay. So I also put in there that as a retail shop, I would like retail deliveries, uh, you know, after 11, let's say, and uh, just try and represent that. If, if there's somebody out there, a business owner, perhaps they can, uh, they can chime in and, and, and give some input. Um, and, uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, thank you, Kevin. That was wonderful as always. Uh, Nicole, please. Hi, sorry. Going off of what Kevin was saying, uh, where you say available and guaranteed, could that be changed or added legal and designated? I like it. Yeah. I'd even like to just, uh, yeah, I would like, uh, a yeah, so legal and designated place to park. I'll just I'll I'll use your words, and then we can let the uh, designers pick which ones they like. I would like a legal and designated place to park. Um, great, that's wonderful. Thanks. Uh, commercial, and uh, and then that's also Richardson there. Okay, great. And Princess here. Uh, there we go. Thanks, Nicole. Uh, lower hand. We've got. Julie, uh, is it Julie? I'm sorry if I keep saying that wrong, or is Julie? Julie? It's Julie. Okay. Yes. Right. So um, where you have deliveries, you also have to take into consideration your residents that are along Bridgeway there because they mm -hmm. get deliveries all times of the day and night. So I don't know if you have a special. I do. I have uh, as a resident uh, of uh, on this street, we can put it there as an owner uh as an owner resident, how's that of a home, right? Yeah. And that's one thing of a home stretch of this road. I uh, would like, would like uh, to receive deliveries, right? Deliveries yeah. at, uh, you know. Because I do see a lot of times UP of the day, right? Of yeah, day. I, right. I do see a lot of UPS, et cetera, parked. In exactly. That. Yep. And yeah, then I actually do have a... Um, I actually do have. Uh, I'm not sure if we if, how this fits in, but as a uh, I do have a as a delivery of a package uh, vehicles. Uh, uh, sorry. Um, well, it probably should. Know. It's all pretty much the same. Yeah. Here we go. As that. Yeah. That one there. That one is. I would like to. I would like a designated place. And as far as place as far to deliver packages at most times of the day. 
Do, do, uh, most times of the day, do you think that the uh, I think the I think the UPS drivers would li like uh, commercial rent, uh, spots, right? I mean, oftentimes they will park uh, on the sidewalk and et cetera. I saw an Amazon uh, <laughs> an Amazon delivery uh, in a in a Prius uh, parked on the sidewalk uh, today, and I was like, okay, you got it, man. Um, all right, thank you, Julie. Did I uh, uh, let me know if uh, if you want any changes there, uh, Warren? I see your hand. Yeah, I guess. I mean, this is. I was thinking about this as as with the delivery section, though. Maybe it's as a driver. Um, you know, I and, you know, just. I think Kevin touched on this, but having the, the fact that you know currently people park in the middle of the street and there is just simply a lot of exposure to these pedestrians, delivery people having to cross between their truck and the businesses through that um, southbound traffic so frequently. Um, so, you know, as a as a cyclist or a driver, like having having people kind of appearing where I might not expect them feels dangerous. And I, again, I'm not a delivery driver, but I expect that having less exposure um, to that southbound traffic uh, would be safer for them. Are you saying that the, the, the as a delivery uh, deliver of commercial goods, I don't want my vehicle to block the line of sight of pedestrians? Is that yeah? No, no. Sorry, I'm saying as as a again, if you were had having had touched on this, like as someone doing delivery, having to cross a street a bunch of times to drop all of your goods off right. outside of a crosswalk. Um, Got it. Yeah, at a place I, where visibility would, is not good because of your truck, perhaps. Cross this street uh, to deliver goods in a crosswalk got it <laughs> especially you know anyway. thanks aaron yep okay got it perfect <clears throat> and uh very good okay um and i see teresa's hand please hi teresa hey uh so i this is kind of falls under both uh personal driver and commercial okay uh in that uh to turn out of the parking lot there on bridgeway to head north if there are delivery trucks in the median, you can't really see if traffic is coming from the northbound. Yep. Okay. So as a driver of a personal vehicle, I uh, uh, would prefer uh, large, larger vehicles uh, to not vehicles to not block the line of sight of not block the view view of oncoming traffic. Is that is that is that capture? Yes. Okay, great. Thank you for bringing that up. It's such an important thing. And, and uh, as a, um, and I'm actually going to add that here, as a walker, when crossing the street, as a walker, when crossing the street, the street, I don't uh, want a large truck to be blocking the view of oncoming traffic. Uh, that is, I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm a frogger. Remember that game Frogger in the eighties? <laughs> Trying to cross the street. Um, very good. Thanks. Good job, everybody. I think we're making pretty good progress and, and this is the, uh, the main, uh, topic. So we're going to, we're going to keep going. And, and, um, as a, uh, got, uh, again, if you think of something that you wanted to mention uh, previously, Let's uh, let's go back and add it. Uh, as a senior citizen, would love to hear about some of the the senior citizen, um, and then and really the next category that maybe go together. Person a person with disability. I was talking with somebody today, and they were talking about how uh, that their the handicap 
parking. I was at uh, Second in Maine, and uh, they were they were uh, they were talking about the handicap parking at, at um, on Richardson, and how uh, it's it's on too steep of a hill, and they were having a lot of challenges. So, I, as a person with disability, I would would like um, you know disabled parking uh, on uh, flat areas. Um, there we go. And that's, uh, you know, Richardson, I think is, is kind of the, the main place with a hill here. We're, we're fortunate enough to have flats uh, in other places. Um, as a senior citizen, uh, you know, what, uh, if, if there are any out there that uh, oftentimes we have our, um, our age-friendly um, Sausalito uh, volunteers here. So I wish they were here to give us some, give us some input. Okay, hi, Teresa. Uh, this more qualifies for a disabled person, but um, I think they would prefer more ramps as I see many crossing at the parking lot next door to me. More, yep, that's really great. More curb ramps, uh, you know, for for walkers and wheels, wheelchairs, walkers mm -hmm. and wheelchairs. Thank you very much. I think that's great. Um, and uh, is that, uh, would you say, uh, it, would that be in the commercial area, probably around Princess and Richardson, or, or you know, uh, probably commercial and residential uh, and residential too. Got yeah, it. I see a lot of wheelchairs going off the curb down uh -huh. in the residential area. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. You, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, and obviously a crosswalk there would be the place to uh, to to have such a thing if we had a crosswalk. Uh, we got Julie here. Um, the other thing is there's not a lot of handicapped parking along Bridgeway. Absolutely. That's exactly right. I think the only spot in this entire area is the one by the Golden Gate Market on Richardson, yes. when I had mentioned with I, the hill. Yes. I've had people who want to, um, that come into the visitor center that are going to say Angelinos or going to Scomas and they have to park in the handicap and parking lot one and then get to, you know, Angelinas or Scomas or something in between there. Yeah, so I and I'm going to put, I mean, so Richardson has one, so we'll, we'll leave that out, but otherwise residential is a potential, and then also at Princess as well. I don't think there's one at Princess, so. There is not. Yeah, perfect. Thank you for that. Uh, Kevin Carroll. Yeah, just uh, under senior citizen, it's just something you younger folks don't think about, but we do. And that is just a reminder that senior citizens, their sense of personal space is larger than younger people. Um, it's just something that happens to senior citizens. I don't know if it's a fear of falling or what, but they're not comfortable on crowded sidewalks. And it's just something to be aware of. I like that. Thank you. That's the kind of perspective that uh, that again, it, and it, it's 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 as a walker, but it's as a senior citizen walking around. And I think that's that's what we're looking for. Thank you for that. Um, all right, Warren. Yeah. So you know, of course, I want to note noted that I'm not a disabled person myself, but just from my professional experience, um, people in wheelchairs. Um, need extra visibility for crosswalks. So I'd say uh, um, for people with disabilities, the visibility and daylighting is especially important because when you're in a, if you're someone who can stand, you can like peek around a parked car to see if there's an oncoming car. 
Whereas if yeah. you're in a wheelchair, you can have to put your body in the way first before you can actually see if something's coming. So stressing extra visibility to improve safety for people in wheelchairs. Excellent. Thanks for that. That's really great. I see Kevin's hand. Please, Kevin. Yep. Just, uh, folks, we've had a little bit of technical difficulty. We think we solved it that uh, on one of the broadcasts we weren't getting audio, but um, this is being recorded. So we will have a backup for this if we need to review it in the future. So my apologies if we didn't catch everything, but we do on, a, on the recording. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, okay, uh, well, we'll keep going into other categories, make sure we kind of you know cover everybody. Uh, I, I have, uh, this is kind of something that is personal uh, for, um, uh, uh, Regan and I <laughs> uh, would would like to uh, feel safe uh, biking um, to school in this area. In this area that that, that we have uh, uh, Regan and I kind of kind of met doing a, the bike train from Old Town and and uh, going through this area with other people's kids and boy I tell you that <laughs> that adds another another flavor um, so. Uh, we'll say that that's uh, the um, residential and and commercial area as well. Um, there we go. Uh, and uh, as a student, I would like I would like uh, everyone to know to know it is legal <laughs> for me to ride on the sidewalk when I'm under 13. Um, that that happens, not everybody knows that. And so that, that gets, uh, that can be a challenge. Um, in this area as well, uh, also I know that uh, uh, it, it, the, uh, I, as a student commuting between home and school, I would like, would like to take Marin Transit um, to high school, uh, but it doesn't visit Old Town, Old Town, and this. So that's kind of a little, a little bit out of scope, perhaps, of this uh, document. But anyway, something worth mentioning in the school thing. If anybody else has anything else to add, um, please do so. Um, that's it. So. Okay, we've got uh, some of the extra, uh, the users that need extra help. We've got, as an owner manager of a business on this area, um, uh, I think uh, I would like a safe and consistent, consistent uh, place for uh, deliveries of goods, okay? Do we have any uh, any other owner manager of businesses out there that would like to uh, to help? Um, there we go. I see Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. Unmute. I think you might need to unmute. There Sorry about that. Um, so at Golden Gate Market, there are red zones directly outside on Second Street, yeah. which used to be twenty minute parking. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we did the sidewalk expansion per yeah. city requirement they painted the curb red and there's also a red curb adjacent at richardson and second 
mm-hmm. that they use. So safe and consist- consistent, but also legal because they're parking in red right. Safe, consistent, and, and oh, perfect. Safe, um, legal, and yeah, consistent um, place for, for deliveries. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. And, and by, yeah, absolutely. Just because it's 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 actually a good spot. I know exactly where you're at. And as I was biking up there today, I'm like, there's plenty of space. Um, but uh, but it's a red zone. And why do they want to um, to be parking in a red zone? In fact, as a deliverer of commercial goods, I don't want the liability. I'm not a lawyer, but I've had enough of them tell me this stuff. I don't want the liability uh, to, uh, uh, to um, park in a non-legal parking spot. So yeah. just another another perspective from that. But when they're parking there, is it's uh, they're taking on liability for their company, perhaps, and that's not um, fun for anybody to do when they're at work. Uh, Teresa. Um, so I guess this pertains both as owner manager and as a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I frequently make actually my own food deliveries, cars out in the median, having to cross street when people call for pickup of food. So it would be nice to have a designated pickup area for those kinds of, I guess, deliveries also. Yeah, yeah. So uh, food, uh, you know, uh, food pickup. Yep, pickup area. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great. And we saw that, we saw that, you know, certainly during the uh, pandemic, we saw that come alive there and some of those uh, spots were, were converted. So I love it. Thanks for that. Uh, Jake. Yeah, just real quick. I mean, perhaps this has already been said, but certainly bike parking is pretty limited for, I'm not a business owner there, but we frequent Angelinos and bike down there with our kids and we have to pay for our bikes to be parked at the Trident in order to actually go to Angelinos and I'm sure a lot of tourists do too that if you want people to to come in you got to have a spot for them to to put their bike might help them out I think that's wonderful okay and that's in the commercial area and then we'll say princess and then I think uh in Richardson um there's uh well there's Golden Gate Market uh they've they've got spots for you there um so yeah that that covers it I think that's great thanks for bringing that up and that's a good point that uh that uh, the businesses want uh, want that kind of track and track traffic. Um, okay, we've got Regan. Uh, hi, the um, getting back to the commercial deliveries. Yep, I think it's it's an extension of what Teresa just said, and that is um, it says I I guess I don't see it there to park in the middle of the median means that the delivery person has to cross a lane of traffic yeah. with their dolly or their goods. Yeah. And, um, oh, there you are. So. Yep. Yeah. So uh, referencing uh, not wanting to uh, deliver from the center lane. How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Um, okay, where were we? We were at owner of a uh, owner manager of a business. I think we did pretty well there. We got the restaurant thing. I think that's great. We've got as a retail shop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, yeah, that was great. We've got I would like retail deliveries uh, after 11 a.m. I think that was some great perspective from 
from Kevin. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote uh, a retail shop owner in that area that when I was talking to them in uh, 2018, I delivered um, this notice of of this project in its complete infancy. <laughs> Back when I thought <laughs> we could get stuff done, I was like, it's coming soon. Anyway, um, so uh, I was talking to a retail shop there and uh, and he had said that he, uh, as his as a retail shop, he would he did, doesn't like crosswalks because it's it, 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 the traffic, the cars actually uh, speed up and make uh, and make noise there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, speak in, in 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 his on his behalf for for that um, that I don't uh, as a retail shop I don't like uh, the uh, car noise when uh, accelerating from a stop at a crosswalk. So that was that was something that that uh, he had given, um, and then I, I'm not a whole lot uh, familiar with some of the other uh, needs at the retail shop. Um, I think that I would like ample, uh, I would like uh, available parking, parking for uh, vehicles and bicyclists to visit my shop. Okay, great. Um, if anybody else has something there, okay, uh, we will. As a worker at a business, um, I think there would be. I would like uh, you know consistent pu public transportation. Um, okay, um, and I'm just going to kind of rattle through these. Feel free to raise your hand if you have any one of these or, or one that we've talked to already. As a driver of a bus, I would like, I would like uh, uh, wide uh, enough enough lanes uh, to uh, accommodate the uh, vehicle, the wide vehicle, vehicle including uh, wide uh, turning radius. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Carroll. There you go. Asked to mute. I'm sorry, just to know you've got three separate kinds of bus drivers that really, I think it would go a long way to reach out to them. And that is you have Marin Transit bus drivers, Golden Gate Transit bus drivers, and tour bus drivers. Um, and I think reaching out to all three agencies or it might be a little more complicated with the tour buses, but um, would be a good idea. One more time, transit uh, tour buses and uh, we're, well, there's we're Marin, to tra transit runs local routes. Uh, yep. Golden Gate Transit still doing the city route. Yep. Golden Gate Transit, Marin Transit and then tour. Got it. Tour buses. Yeah. Yep. OK, cool. Got it. Thanks. Perfect. Um, uh, kind of in the bus mode as a passenger of public transit. I don't want to walk that far to get to a bus stop. Okay, um, that kind of goes with the worker of a business. Um, uh, yeah, would prefer to not walk uh, that far. Um, would, uh, yeah, prefer designated parking 
as a as a worker at a business, I would prefer designated parking and not have to park deep into uh, Sausalito, <laughs> specifically on Atwood Avenue by Southview Park. Um, anyway, um, there we go. As uh, and this is worth mentioning that yeah, there's no uh, no public transit stops in in this whole half mile. How are we doing on time, Kevin? Let's see your hand. That's that's exactly why I had my hand raised. We've got about oh, 12 minutes until eight o'clock. Yep. And we try to we're doing our best um, in previous meetings to try to keep to our schedule. Yeah. Uh, we might want to consider taking some public comment and then we could revisit this same uh, layout that you have in success in, in um, future meetings. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because this isn't a uh, this isn't an, we exact right now because as you mentioned we don't have the funds right now, <laughs> so we so we have time to get back and revisit this and uh, use this as our template. Okay, cool. Well, uh, you know, apologies if we didn't get to any uh, particular uh, subject, but I hope um, that everybody uh, you know appreciated this approach. I certainly did. Uh, it's just so great to get a little bit more of this kind of collaboration going. Uh, let's open up for, for public comment now, if you'd like to uh, make a general public comment about this uh, topic, uh, specifically the, um, the, the project that is, uh, you know, uh, uh, more freeform than uh, what we had asked you to do. I see Julie's hand, please, Julie. I'm going to put my chamber hat on. Um, I think the next one that you have, if we could get the information out sooner, I think I got the info from Kevin maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, and I sent it out to as many businesses as I can, as I could. But um, to get more businesses involved along that area, if we could get the information quicker, sooner, so that um, we can have better participation, because there are some retail businesses missing here that probably do have a lot of input. Um, and an evening meeting is tough for restaurants. We have, we're lucky we have Teresa here, but the other restaurants are all open in the evening. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to get their participation as well. And Julie, if, uh, if I were to you know, share this document with you, would you, you know, be or just even the concept, would you or, you know, be willing to contribute and, and maybe we can continue just, uh, just working together to, uh, to add to it as we discover more, if that's okay. Sure. Awesome. Well, thank you for your participation today and your public comment. David Sudo, please. Thanks. I, I thought this was really helpful tonight. So I hope it continues. Um, I just, we had this meeting right now that's just a wild west and we need to um, uh, figure out what our best uses of each part of the street are and create some order out of the current chaos, especially as we, reemerge from uh, COVID, you know, we, it can't be both commercial, for instance, it can't be both a commercial parking spot and emergency vehicle access. Um, you got to pick one of the, one of those two. Um, so we just need, we got a lot of chaos down there, especially on a Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and, and either you have to have three police cars down there guiding traffic or we need to figure out a way to structure the 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 street so that people know where they're allowed to be and where they're not allowed to be i, I guess that's what i hope our goal is um 
and and I think there needs to be a lot of I I, I think you need a lot more I, I don't know how we create the process uh, but you need to have the residents the commercial people and the restaurants all talk to each other about how we can better utilize that first commercial area um, in the morning and in the afternoon for pickups, deliveries, and parking for people. Uh, there just needs to be a, a there needs to be a discussion between all the different businesses, and maybe Julie can can help facilitate that too. But there needs to be an open discussion about that. Yeah, perfect. Thank you so much, David. Really appreciate everything you do for us, Kevin Carroll. I see your hand. Yeah, I would really strongly recommend, if possible, setting up a special website with this on it and an email address uh, for people to submit comments because you notice the I noticed the number of groups like public worker, mail worker, et cetera. And I think reaching out to them uh, to let them know would be a good idea. Also, by setting that up that way, you could possibly get uh, Adam to uh, do it in the Sausalito Currents. Uh, a lot of the businesses and people who would be interested uh, could then contribute because it's just uh, that earlier part of the meeting, I was driving somebody up the hill and I had you on my car audio and he got all excited about it. Well, what are they doing? Where are they doing this? And what's this going on? And, you know, he, he was against the emergency lane and being eliminated. And so I think you calm a lot of that down by advertising it, you know, and maybe setting up something separate. And also, just a side, another side comment, if at a future meeting, um, I remember that a real problem I see at Princess Street all the time is pedestrians ignoring the pedestrian singles. And mm -hmm. I don't know if there's something that could be done about that, but that's been on my mind a lot. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks, Kevin. Always appreciate your, your input. Uh, Warren. Yeah, Aaron, I just want to say great job. I really appreciate the, um, the, the format here and just want to say, uh, you know, I, you know, to a couple of comments and maybe um, Kevin's comment, you know, this there, you know, part of the city winning the grant for a planning process is there will be a formal outreach, you know, process run by people who are being paid and not, you know, unpaid volunteers devoting their time like Aaron. So I, I do think like, you know, opening this up to more people so we have something to hand the consultants when they do start will be very helpful. That's what this process is. But in terms of like a, a formal feedback process there, I think I don't want to speak for Kevin and Karen here, but I think there will be a lot more kind of a formal uh, process around that once the, the consultant gets on board. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for mentioning that because yes, we, you know, we, this is a bit premature. This, uh, this, uh, this, we, we, we understood, we heard some of the tension that's out there and we wanted to have this discussion, even though we don't have a design about what it is that's actually coming. And so, uh, you know, really appreciate you, you bringing that up that, it, as we get this design going, um, that, that's what the grant was for. And uh, and uh, we look forward to, to getting the funding <laughs> soon, hopefully. Hi, uh, Teresa, please. Hi, I just actually wanted to thank you for hosting this. I found it to be a very interesting and informative exercise. And uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, we'll continue to stay informed and involved. And uh, just want to say thank you. Well, thank you, Teresa, for participating in it. Yeah, this was this was different format than we've normally uh, done in the past, but uh, I'm glad that we we got that feedback, and uh, and I certainly liked it. And thanks, Kevin and Megan, for for allowing us to uh, to take to take this chance. Um, I, I, that's I see no more hands, and so uh, 
if we may, uh, we will uh, we'll move on to the next item on the agenda, and um, that's on your that's on yours, Kevin. Uh, that sounds good. I, before we move on, I do want to mention that um, Warren is correct. This is this is uh, only the first stages. We're going to have more outreach. We'll be reaching out to Julie and her group, as well as many others, including the bus service, emergency services, and others. All of these have concerns about this corridor. And so we are starting with uh, the list that Aaron is setting up, which will be very helpful to our consultant as well as us to identify the issues and hopefully come up with some solutions. So with that, I think we're moving on to item five, which is project updates. And I'm gonna switch back to my presentation here. Oops, hold on. I think I lost my cursor. There it is. My apologies. All right, let's try this one more time. All right, we were on that slide and we are moving on to project updates. Uh, a few of them for everybody. Nevada Street striping is completed. And uh, Andy Davidson did a great job from our, our management perspective, but we have received a couple comments from the public on this. And just due to the time this evening, uh, I believe those comments were included in your packet to review as uh, subcommittee members or committee members. We should probably talk about that in the future where a member of the public is suggesting that we have a mid-block crossing, I believe at, is it Buchanan? Uh, uh, right? Yeah, Tamales. Tamales, thank you so much. And uh, I, I would like to reach out to our traffic engineer to take a look at that, to see if it's possible and to find out what warrants are, are uh, needed to be addressed in order to move forward with that. So here's a couple pictures of Nevada Street. I think the idea is to put a crosswalk either on this side or on this side to cross the street itself. But the speeds coming down the hill are fairly fast. And so we need to take a close look at that. So we'll be reviewing that. I just wanted to bring it up to the group that the project is basically finished with the exception of this item that just came up. And also I think the signs might still need to be uh, installed unless if that's happened in the last week. Thank you, mm -hmm. signs. That was something that uh, Andrew had mentioned at the uh, Safe Rest of School Task uh, Force meeting a week ago. Check with him couple other items. We've been applying for quite a few grants over the last six months or so. We started with a quick start grant it was probably last year where we applied for those. We've applied for grants for OBAG 3, which is one Bay Area grant, cycle three. We've applied for ATP grants, and we have also applied for highway safety improvement program grants. In general, we're picking, or at least for my division, we are picking projects that are already on the capital improvement program and that need funding for construction. The idea is to select projects that are um, that are shovel ready, which means they're getting ready for construction. Specifically, we're looking at Easterby Signal, Coloma Street Sidewalk, and the Bridgeway bike lanes, as we've talked about before. So just applying for them doesn't mean we are moving forward with the project. It means that we're seeking funding, trying to find some funding. Um, we've also taken a look at other future projects, such as the Bridgeway improvements from Napa to San Carlos, 
which we should be discussing in our next meeting at feedback uh, with the help of our consultant, David Carisi. Um, we also took a look at trying to submit something for bike path extensions from gate six to Harbor. That was an important project from PBAC that we've talked about in the last six months. Thank you. So we, uh, we're trying to keep all those uh, front and center and find out if we can seek funding at this point. Applying for grants takes a long time. Um, we've been trying to concentrate on repeating the same grants for each, each one of the applications. But with all of these, at least the, the three there, OBAG3, ATP, and HSIP, those are federal. That means there's a lot of paperwork. So um, we'll keep after it. We have a consultant to help us with some of these, but it does take a lot of staff time. All right, and uh, in our next meeting, I'm hoping that we can have a discussion about the Bridgeway study that goes from Napa to San Carlos and start taking a look at some of the the issues that our consultant is looking at. Um, these, this stretch of road has many mid-block crossings, and uh, I think safety aspects are paramount on this section of roadway. Easterby Signal is another one that we've applied for. Again, signal improvements are, um, they're expensive. All of our signals in town, we have nine of them. I think we only have the latest updated signal is at gate six. The rest of them are probably 30 to 50 years old. So we can't get parts for these. And I'm trying to push to see if we can get these type of projects on our, um, on our grant applications so that we can get back after more fun. For some of us, as we go through town, we don't think about these things. Oh yeah, it's a signal, it's got a light. Well. Uh, these are pretty old and outdated, and we need to update these as soon as we can. Coloma Street, I wanted to mention, we originally have a grant from Safe Routes to School in order to install a sidewalk against the field itself, which is shown in the dashed red line here. We've been contacted by uh, some folks in the community that have requested that we extend the sidewalk all the way up to Alima and to the rotary area, which is over here for some of our elderly residents in order to walk and access Bridgeway itself. So therefore we've, um, even though we do have funding from the Safe Routes to School, we've applied for more funding in order to extend the sidewalk all the way up the street. And in one of the applications, I actually tried to include updating the signal at Bridgeway and Coloma. Uh, some of the grants haven't come through yet as far as in other words, we've submitted, but it'll take them several months to go through the selection process. All right, and that's all I have for our update right now. If there are any questions or comments, and if you don't want to uh, comment at this point due to the lateness of the hour, I understand. Feel free to reach out to me via email as well, and I can actually give you much, many more updates on this. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, real quick on the Coloma project, do you foresee that the... Um, that the extension will delay the original implementation of the first section, or is it something that could be done in multiple sections? At this point, we have already hired a consultant to design the first section. They are moving forward with that right now. We're trying to arrange the design in such a manner that if we choose to, we can break it up into pieces. However, my preference would be to build the whole thing all at one point in time if we can. Regardless, um, our consultants working on it and in the same manner that you're thinking of. Okay, great. 
Um, I also, I just want to mention open to public comment or a comment from anyone on the uh, committee. Uh, we'll just do that efficiently. If anyone has any, uh, raise your hand, please, and, and uh, speak now. I also wanted to do a plus one on the, um, on the crosswalk at Tamales. It was actually the first email that I had sent to the uh, Public Works, uh, Department of Public Works. It was exactly for that crosswalk. And, uh, and that's when I got involved at Safe House of School. So um, just that was your predecessor, though. So that was before I got to pester you. I was pestering Mr. Goldman. <laughs> we love pestering. It's all good. <laughs> well, I don't see any hands. So we'll move on to, I believe, the next agenda item is uh, future agenda items. Uh, yes, sir. And I believe that we are tentatively scheduling the bridgeway study, kind of an initial preliminary study for uh, study comments to be brought back to this committee on our next meeting. We could also continue our item, item four, our discussion item about Princess to Richardson for the bike pass on future meetings as well. In other words, we could allocate some time for each one of these if we need to. I know there's a big interest in the in the section from Princess to Richardson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, the the um, the Napa to Johnson to Napa is that right? Is that that's a yeah? We I think our study goes to San Carlos. Just oh, San Carlos, got it. Okay, and uh, and you're hoping that that'll be uh, that the preliminary will be available, may, perhaps as early as the next meeting. Is that right? Yes, I'd like David Parisi to, to join us on our next meeting, possibly to give us a little update and his thought process of how to look at this and um, his thoughts on possibly making some improvements in this area. Yeah, and that would be appropriate to maybe get some of the businesses and, and residents involved or it would that, that would be the time? We could. It depends upon what his improvements are. If he is mm -hmm. suggesting removing parking, then it might be appropriate to do that. If his improvements are specific to safety issues, then um, I will I will discuss it with him first. How's that? Okay, sounds good. Yeah, and that's uh, worth mentioning and, and something also. So Julie, uh, if you're still on, <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to be talking about that, uh, you know, next time and there may be some, some businesses. Uh, Susan, please. Um, yeah, I just wanted, the agenda says that the next meeting is November 21st. Is that correct? Uh, it doesn't say October. Um, I was just just wanted for clarity and public awareness and everybody's calendars to check. I think I think this this uh, committee has been uh, in the last couple months. We we're trying to stick to every two months, but we don't necessarily have to do that. Mm -hmm. If Chair Roller and this group would like to meet next month, we can set it up that way. I think uh, I think maybe meeting next month if it's ready. I would say if if the uh, if the the San Carlos is uh, so let's let's uh, I think we should tentatively schedule the October meeting because then also the November meeting is kind of close to Thanksgiving and maybe we should not have that one and 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 instead do the October one. Is that it's actually Thanksgiving week? It's the Monday. Of yeah, so that's that's not ideal anyway. So. That would be great if uh, thank you for for catching that, Susan. I didn't even notice. Um, and yeah, so if you don't mind, Kevin, that would be better to uh, to target that as much as it's skipping a month is just doing two in a row and then skipping the next one. So not a problem. We'll work on that. Okay. So uh, if anyone uh, 
else doesn't have any suggestions for the future agenda items, we could open up public comment for the, do we need to do that for future agenda items? No, okay, well, we're opening it up. If you have a public comment on future agenda items, please speak now, raise your hand. Don't see any hands. So um, I think that brings us to our conclusion, right? Uh, yes, but one comment from me. I just want to thank Chairman Roller for leading us through that discussion on the on an item that could be contentious. So uh, I think he did a great job, and let's continue that, please, in the future. Thank you, thank you, Kevin. That means a lot, and uh, thanks for everybody for the participation. I would like to mention um, uh, one of the participants here is 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 uh, uh, maybe has a baby that's I think less than ten days old. So Jake, wow. uh, thank you for <laughs> joining us. I know you've got other more important things to be doing. And uh, and and Jake also uh, attended the Safe Routes to School meeting um, last week when it was five days old. So anyway, we really appreciate your participation. Thank you for uh, joining our committee and, and doing so with such good enthusiasm. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Great to be here and excited to, excited to see all this happening. So we're, we're out on the roads, walking, biking, driving. So this is, this is, this is great. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Jake. And thanks everybody. And, uh, uh, you know, four minutes past eight, not too bad. So <laughs> have a good one. We'll see you on Bridgeway. Pretty good. Good night. Thank you, everyone. Good night.